Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to the Real Estate Wealth Show, a show that is about all things real estate designed to teach you how you can build wealth through real estate throughout time. Stay tuned. Hey guys, Tyler Horace here with Sumo Real Estate Group. Again, hope everybody is doing well today. I'm actually here with Miguel Ochoa, also with Sumo Real Estate Group, and I'm excited to have you part of this. Tyler, we're having a great day today. We're making this wonderful video for all of you people. We're enjoying uh, some wonderful skies out here. We're away from the forest fires. We got a lot of safety restrictions that have been lifted, but we do have a problem on our hands. Yes, yes, that problem is... We have a problem. The market is so competitive right now that buyers are having a hard time getting their offer accepted. Yeah, there's we're seeing sometimes even up to you know 15 offers on the table at one time. It's just crazy out there, Miguel. And that's one of the things that we're seeing. A home can go on the market day one. You already have five, six, seven, eight, ten offers. When have you heard of that before? So. We do have a problem, but we also have a solution. Yes, that's right. We got seven quick tips here. We're gonna run them by you. Let us know what you think. Tyler, let's get started. Escalation clauses. Yes, yeah, so the first thing, uh, thing we can do to make your offer more competitive in this competitive time is to include an escalation clause in your offer. And what an escalation clause is, is, is including a clause in your offer saying that you will pay a certain dollar amount over the highest offer up to a certain amount. That way you're not over, actually overpaying for the property, you're only uh, competing against the offers that are on the table up to a certain amount so that you're not overpaying. So let's say a house is listed for 400,000 and you're willing to pay up to $450,000 for the property but you don't want to overpay over any of the other offers. So you could say that I will pay $5,000 over the highest offer on the table up to $450,000 ensure that you're getting your offer accepted. And the reason you wanna incorporate that escalation clause real quick here is so you don't miss out on an opportunity. If you know you can go higher, but you don't wanna put yourself in a position where you're obligated to go higher, that escalation clause is only gonna put you at an average of what, $1,000 above the next competing offer? Yeah, you can So it puts you in a great position. Again, what we're trying to do is get you in the best situation to win your offer. Another tip here to get your offer accepted is releasing the earnest money. The earnest money is typically 1%. It's gonna to go towards your down payment anyway. All this does is free up some money before closing for the seller to use it for whatever it is that they need. You just gotta put it in the contract that once the inspection contingency has been satisfied or whatever it is that you'd like, whenever you'd like that released, that the earnest money will be released to the sellers. And the sellers can have the decision of whether they need to pull it out or not. And that's still gonna go towards your down payment. So no worries there, we got you covered and we can always get you there. So next thing we're gonna be talking about is the limited repair request and what that means for you and how that helps you get your offer accepted. Yeah, that's perfect, Miguel. So the next item is you can actually limit your repair request in your offer. Mm -hmm. So you can say that you're gonna limit your repair request to safety, health, and hazard. And those are actually the three items that we look for when doing a sh uh, an, inspection, an inspection. So uh, anything that's going to impact the structural integrity of the house or is gonna cause uh, health uh, side effects to the buyer, those are all items that we always negotiate during an inspection period. But what you're telling the seller is that I'm not gonna nickel and dime you on all the cosmetic smaller items that come up during an inspection, but I'm only gonna focus on the larger items and most important items at hand. I'm not going to ask for the cabinet door to be uh, uh, put back on properly. This 
door doesn't shut properly. We're not gonna ask those items. We're only gonna ask for bigger items such as like mold in the attic, uh, maybe a broken sewer line, those type of items. Those big ticket items that are gonna save you more money in the long run. We're not looking for, uh, like Tyler said, you know, we're not looking to nickel and dime here. We're looking to save you thousands on thousands on thousands of dollars. And that way you can have the freedom in knowing that your home is gonna be safe and secure for your family moving in. Typically, the time frame to get a home inspection is 10 days, right? 10 days? That's right. Right now, one of the things that we're incorporating into our offers is typically a five-day inspection period. I know I've done about five-day inspection period. That's when the deadline is. And we have the inspector out there the day after the offer gets accepted. That shows the seller that we're ready, willing, and able to buy the home, and we're serious about it because we're, we're fast-tracking everything, specifically with the delayed closings that we have right now. So you can shorten up that inspection period by a couple of days, still get everything negotiated, effectively still save you lots of money and at the end of the day too we can close within 30 days a lot of the lenders right now too are, are looking outwards of 45 days so why do you want to incorporate a shorter closing why does that help you leverage your offer into being accepted well, you know, a seller wants to close that the transaction as quick as possible, just like the buyer does. And that just gives them a little bit of a peace of mind that you're not going to uh, waste all your time during the inspection period and then come back on day nine of day 10 of the inspection period and come back with a venture repair request. You're gonna get the inspection done quickly and move on to the next phase of the transaction, so. Being that you guys can close so quickly or being that we can close so quickly, one of the main concerns that the seller is gonna have because a lot of these properties are owner occupied is where are they going to move to? What what can you offer the seller that's going to give them a peace of mind or a sense of security that that they don't have to move everything out before closing? Right, right. So what you can do is you can include a free rent back to the seller. So uh, typically on most transactions in which the seller is selling, they have to move directly into their next home upon closing. And so what that's going to do is appease the stress uh, upon the, st the seller as they're not going to have to go directly into their next home. They can have a week or two to move everything out after closing and that way they're not stressed out uh, when the closing ends. And you're not actually, as a buyer, people might not know this, you don't actually have your mortgage payment typically until at least three months into uh, getting your mortgage. So it's not really you know, any harm or foul to the to the buyer because you're uh, you're not paying your mortgage anyways during that month. So you might as well give some free rent back to the seller. So both sides have the flexibility there. Again, it's just putting yourself in the best financial position to be able to have the seller to look over your offer uh, comparatively versus everyone else and, and really see that you're the serious buyer, that you're the one that should be buying the home. Which again, homes are going for five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars over thirty, forty, fifty, etc. I mean, we're seeing prices skyrocket, and one of the biggest issues that we have right now is houses appraising at value. What's what's the key trick here, Tyler, that is going to help us win these win these sellers over and have them not worry about the house appraising at value? Yeah, so what you can do is you can either include an appraisal waiver or you can say that you'll contribute uh, towards that the difference between the appraised value and the purchase price to give that seller a little bit of peace in mind. So, uh, you know, with, with how competitive is right now, prices are getting driven up substantially right now and sellers are worried about their homes appraising out. So what you can include in your offer is, that, is say something along the lines of in the event that the home doesn't appraise out, the buyer will contribute uh, a certain dollar amount uh, between the purchase price and the appraised value to make sure that 
you know, there's no uh, renegotiations during the transaction due to a low appraisal uh, to come in. So that'll make your offer much more competitive. And at the end of the day, you need to realize there's a reason why you're writing an offer on this house, right? That's right. Whether you're an investor, whether you're a first time home buyer, whether it's a simple opportunity here, there's something about the home that you're getting ready to write an offer on that really appealed to you. So you gotta, you gotta put together a letter so the sellers know what that home means to you. It's not only a financial appeal that the sellers are after, it's the emotional appeal. Sometimes it takes a little extra than just, you know, large amounts of money to win the mm -hmm. seller over. What does the seller want? Most of the time they want someone to cherish the home and value it for uh, as many years as they did. You know, they, they started their first family, they started their family there. Yeah, uh, I've they actually, built their life there. it's crazy. I've actually seen yeah. uh, sellers take a lower offer than another offer just because yeah. of the buyer's story, where they came from and what they plan to do with the property. So that can make a whole lot of difference. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for uh, tuning in this week and uh, let us know if you have any questions. We'd be happy to help with that. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in my video this week. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe or follow me on my different pages to see new content posted once a week and click the like or subscribe button below. And if you're even thinking about buying or selling real estate within the Portland metro area, please feel free to call, text, or email me anytime with my contact information listed in this video. I'd love to help you out. See you again next week.